This is Dr. Troy Shaw, pastor of the Liberty Hill Baptist Church. Welcome to Living the Bible Together. We would love for you to visit our church located at 4410 Refugee Road. We worship on Sundays at 11 a.m. For more information, visit us online at livingthebibletogether.org. Liberty Hill, living the Bible together through education, missions, and ministry. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Let us bow our heads. God, we are appreciative for all that you have done for us, for thy grace and for thy mercy. Continue to bless us with your presence. Let your word permeate our hearts and souls that we might be more like your son, Jesus. We thank thee and we praise thee for all that thou hast done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. First Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 9. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time, wherein ye greatly rejoice, Though now for a season, if not be, ye are in, in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, ye love, in whom, though now ye see him not, Yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. How to have joy now for later. The Apostle Peter wrote to the church at Asia Minor. They had been persecuted by both the Romans and the Greeks, persecuted for their faith, persecuted for their way of life. Peter knows the struggle that they're going through, knows that they have found themselves at a point of oppression and persecution. Many of us can identify with the people of Peter's day, realizing that there are times when situations arise that cause us to feel defeated, cause us to feel as if we're insignificant, to feel like we're powerless. There are times in our lives where it seems that persecution comes one way or the other. Persecution comes in many different forms, but at the end of the day, the final result is to bring us to a depressive state. And so Peter writes to the people. He writes to help them remain faithful. He writes to give them the motivation to move forward. Sometimes I don't know about you, but we just need a few words. We need someone to give us encouraging words to keep on keeping on. We need somebody to say something kind, somebody to give us some instruction for moving forward. I don't know, but this seems like one of those seasons whereby you need just a little encouragement. Maybe you need somebody to give you a word to say that this is not going to last forever, but this too shall pass. I remember growing up in the old church, they would start off with devotion and somebody would sometime uh, start off in a song and they would say, I'm so glad that trouble 
don't last always. Sometimes you've got to maintain some joy now for later. You can go through some sad seasons and you need some encouraging words. Peter comes to bring some encouraging words to Asia Minor to write these words, this letter to encourage them, to let them know that times will get better. I'm glad that uh, we realize that trouble don't last always, that God's hand will always deliver us. And so Peter writes to encourage them. These words of First Peter, as he opens his, his, his writing, his letter, I think these words bring us encouragement today. As we can see and peer into the words that he writes to Asia Minor, we can see words for, of encouragement for ourselves. Look there in verse 3 as it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. You know, we can have joy now for later in this season by simply realizing that we've been born again. Yes, we've been born again, and that uh, should give us joy now for later, no matter the test of trial, no matter what we're going through in this season. If you realize that we've been born again, we're in the family. We've uh, gone to the water. We've come through the womb of the of baptism, and God has adopted us into the family. You ought to be glad that we can call each other brothers and sisters, that you can encourage me and that I can encourage you that I can pray for you and I can pray for you and you can pray for me and the prayers of the righteous availeth much. We ought be glad that we can touch and agree and there our father, our great heavenly parent is in the midst. God will join us because we're family. We've been born again. God has brought Jesus and raised him from the dead. Romans chapter 10 tells us and reminds us that God raised Jesus from the dead and if we simply believe that Jesus has been raised from the dead, then we shall be saved. And because we've been born again, because we're in the Holy Family, because we are saved, we can have joy in every situation. It doesn't matter if you tie us up and think you're going to hold us hostage. We can smile in the midst of it. They can gag our mouths and tie our hands and we can still think, I'm still in the family. God is on the way. We've been born again. And so I'm glad that because we've been born again, we're also a part of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Our, our, our God has given us hope from the grave to allow us the, the victory, even knowing that if we go all the way to the grave, if we go all the way to death, that Jesus, the first fruit of humanity, has already defeated death and the grave. And so we've got victory in every part of the process. So you can have joy now for later. You don't have to worry about whether or not you're going to be taken care of because you're in the family. And now after you realize that you're in the family, look at verse four. It says an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you reserved in heaven for you. How to have joy now for later, realize that we've been born again, but then realize that our inheritance is secure. 
our inheritance is secure. You've been born again. You've been born into the Holy Family. You are part of God's family. And now that you are part of God's family, there is an inheritance for you. And that inheritance is secure. You see, the stuff that a lot of people are focused on these days, things that th people think are important, they're thinking about their houses and their 401ks, their cars, their car payments, and all of those kinds of things, thinking about their money and their nest egg, all of those things are corruptible. Governments fade and, and economies fade and there's uh, things that have passed on away from here that have faded away. The, the things of the past, the, the, the gold chambers that uh, resided in Babylon are no longer. The, the splendors of Rome and the Colosseum, they are no longer uh, as splendid as they were uh, when they were first built. You've got to realize that time fades the, the things of the earth. Time causes the brick and mortar to fade and to fall. But the, 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 the inheritance that God gives us is an incorruptible, undefiled kind of inheritance. It's one that never fades away. There's an inheritance that's laid up for us in heaven. There's an inheritance that is eternal and everlasting from this day to the next and forevermore. That, that's what we ought to be thinking about. Our joy ought to be founded upon that which is eternal. Our joy shouldn't be about these mundane things that are here, these things that are, are, are here today and gone tomorrow. Our joy, our focus ought be on God, the eternal, the everlasting, to realize that Christ has gone, and as he has gone, he's gone to prepare a place for us. He, he reminded us that there is in his Father's house many mansions, and he has gone to prepare a place for us that gives us joy in seasons of distress just close your eyes for a moment and think about the goodness of God and that all of this stuff that we see today will someday pass away and I have not seen here have not heard the greatness and splendor of our God's preparation for us so we ought have joy in these seasons we can maintain hope in times of despair if we keep our mind focused and stayed on the Lord. It ain't no harm to keep your mind stayed on Jesus. I'm glad I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on the Lord. Couldn't wait to worship and, and thank the Lord another day for what he's done for me. I look back and wonder how I made it over. And the answer is always the same. I'm a child of the king and the king has always taken care of the kingdom. All the children have to do is stay in the kingdom. I'm glad that we've been born again, but I'm glad also that our inheritance is secure. Stock markets may rise and fall. The money might fall out the bottom. The market might crash. They might have to close down Wall Street. They might have to shut down the Nikkei in Japan. It, it, it doesn't matter what happens on earth as long as you know that your inheritance in the heavens is secure. Somebody ought to just take a moment just to run around the living room one time because God has been too good to us for us to get scared in times of distress and seasons that it seems like things are sad. Uh, God's people can still have joy and realize that we are blessed in season and out of season. Our inheritance is secure. I'm glad that I don't have to worry about whether my social security, my retirement or my 401k has decreased or increased because I can tell you that my account in glory has stayed the same. Glad, glad, glad. It doesn't matter if you came at the first or the late hour. 
because I heard some folks say I got in the market early and then some people say I got in late, but it doesn't matter if you came early or late. God still blesses us all, has no respect of person. And for that, we ought have joy. Now look at verse five, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. See, how to have joy now for later is to know that we've been born again. Our inheritance is secure, but the revelation will come later. Yes, the revelation will come later. He says, if you're kept by the power of God through what? Faith. Faith unto salvation. And you're, you're, you're ready for that to be revealed in the last time. You understand that revelation will come later. You can have joy because everything will be processed in time. And now, now there are times when we feel a little uneasy about things. There's times when you wonder how things are going to turn out. When you're dealing with things on earth, it's, it's kind of uh, up in the air at times. At times when you maybe bidded on a, a, a property or you thought you wanted to buy a car, whatever the situation, you're waiting for the deal to close and you're kind of uneasy because you know until the, it's not until the ink dries that you can finally shout. There are some times where you might be waiting to uh, for a deal to close. You're waiting for everything to come together and you're wondering your own pins and needles, wondering how it's going to work. Maybe you're expecting or you remember when you were expecting a new baby and you were on pins and needles waiting for the results. You went to the doctor and you were on pins and needles waiting for the results because you didn't know how things were going to turn out. You didn't know for sure. You kind of thought everything would be all right, but there was always that chance of error. There are times where you say, well, how sure are you? And somebody will say, I'm 50% sure. I'm 80% sure, 90% sure. It's hard to say that you're 100% sure on earth. But one of the things that I can tell you that we can always be 100% sure about, we can always be 100% sure that God will always come out victorious. God will win in every test, in every trial, in every situation. God always comes out on top. You may not understand it right now. We may not get it all right together right now, but the revelation will come later. If you hold on to God and you keep your faith in him, you will realize that everything will be all right. Seek first the kingdom of heaven. Seek first the things of righteousness, and you'll find out that Everything else will fall into place when you just focus on God. I'm glad that the hymn, uh, the psalmist writer, the, the hymn, the, the biblical hymn, uh, the psalmist tells us uh, as he writes, he says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but when he ends uh, uh, the 23rd Psalm, you know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And he, he says all of that. And then he ends it by saying that goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I'm glad because I realize that if you follow God, then everything else falls into place. Goodness and mercy, blessings follow you because you follow the shepherd. The revelation will always come later. You don't have to ask God, are we there yet? You don't have to ask God, are we lost? You don't have to ask God anything. Just enjoy the scenery. Enjoy the ride. There may be some valleys and some mountains. There may be some peaks and some lows. There may be some tough corners and some, some hard turns, but all you've got to do is hold on, watch God. And as you watch God, you will realize that everything
everything is going to be all right. It doesn't matter if you're going down through the valley of the shadow of death. Don't you fear no evil because your God is there. And as long as God is there, the rod and the staff, God's power is there. And so we never have to worry. The revelation will come later. You might be going through hell and high water. You might be going through stress and strain and struggle. You might be depressed, downtrodden and put out. But let me tell you that the revelation will come later. Things will get better. You will realize why the Lord took us this way. And all you've got to do is enjoy the scenery. Have some joy now for later. Folk may not know and understand why they're hearing laughter coming from the darkness. But let me tell you when you know our God. Oh yes, when I know. I wish I had a witness. When we know our God, then when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death and darkness comes all around and they said somebody was standing on the outside and they heard laughter coming from the darkness. What is that in there? That's some of God's folk in there because they're not afraid. They realize that the Lord is there and as long as God's power is there, they're still smiling and laughing. They've got joy because they know God is going to work this thing out. We tried to persecute them. We tried to hold them down. We tried to hold back, but God has released his blessings and there's not a thing they can do. When God opens the door, the door is open. When God closes the door, the door is closed. God's power is infinite and all powerful. Our God can take care of every situation. The revelation will come later. Just hold on because God will take care of you. You may not know why you're going through whatever it is you're going through right now, but take notes, learn the lesson and have joy through the struggle, have joy through whatever it is. God is teaching you. You'll be better when you come out on the other side. You'll be better equipped for whatever it is that God has for you. God knew his plans for you, even while you were yet in your mother's womb. So just hold on and have joy in the, in the midst of your struggle and your, your trial. We could call up today those three Hebrew boys as they were sitting in the fiery furnace and ask them, can you have joy when God is in the thing? We could call Daniel from the lion's den and ask him, can you have joy when God is in the thing? Because the revelation will come later. God's glory will be seen, not for our glory, not to, for us to be seen, but that our God might be glorified. The revelation will come later. Just hold on and have faith in seasons of destruction. And so how to have joy now for later. We've been born again. Our inheritance is secure. The revelation will come later. But then look at verses six and seven. Verse six says, wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptation that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. How to have joy now for later is we've got to have faith through it all. We've got to have faith through it all. We've got to believe even when it seems like things are going wrong. There are times and seasons that we find that the leaves have fallen from the trees, seasons where the birds have flown away to warm themselves in the southern hemisphere. There are seasons when our souls seem decrepit and cold as the weather. But if we but hold on and have faith and just catch a, a bubble of faith in our mind, 
And we can see again the sunshine of spring as the flowers bloom again, as the grass turns green and the trees bloom uh, with wonderful flowers as green leaves pop out again. We can find ourselves in some seasons where it seems bleak, but if we hold on to God, the pattern of God will bring back the warmth of summer again, whereby we can put our toes on the green grass. God will bless us in in some seasons of distress. We can just realize that God is on the way. There's a time when we need to realize that things might slow up so that we can appreciate those times when God is truly blessing us with the visuals of beauty and and the beauties of our bountiful blessings. Sometimes you've got to imagine it before you see it. You've got to realize that we've got to have faith for it impossible to please God without faith. Times when you've got to catch it even before the deal is done. You think about life, as I said earlier, there are times when we're uh, waiting for the deal to close. Perhaps you remember when you bought your first house and you had gone with the realtor, you saw the house and you visualized the house with your furniture in there and you kind of knew what it would look like with your car up there and you were waiting for the deal to be closed. You know, you you didn't have 100% assurance that you were going to end up with the deal closed, but you could see it in your mind. But let me tell you now that this is one of uh, those 100 percenters. The realtor has already been here. Jesus has already come to show us the property, to show us the way, to show us the hope. And we can now capture the faith. We can see as we will unite with God and celebrate and shout forevermore, praise our God without end waiting for that day when our uh, journey down here be over. We'll proclaim the gospel until he gets here. But once he comes, we can praise him and rejoice forevermore. We can have faith through it all with a picture of heaven in our mind, with a picture of Jesus in our view, to realize that God truly someday is going to sin for us and we shall shout forevermore. I heard that we'll put on our white robes over in glory, that we're going to shout forevermore, that we'll be able to praise him without end. Oh, what a day. Oh, what a glorious day. We must have faith through it all. We've got to realize that all of this down here is going to perish. Even the earth shall pass away. But God's way and God's will, his word will never pass away. We've got to hold on to the word with faith. We can be tried through the fire like gold. The impurities can be burned away. The smoke from our sin and our transgression may go. But God still cares for our soul. I'm glad that God has made us out of the incorrupt through the infusion of his faith in his precious Holy Spirit. We are in the family. We are incorruptible and indefiled through the inheritance given to us through Jesus, the great Christ. We are glad that the Messiah has come to save us, that we are saved and we are safe and secure. We may not understand it all, but we'll understand it better by and by. The revelation does truly come later if you hold to the faith. Yes, we must have the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. We, we must continue to keep that substance of hope in our hearts, that substance of hope in our minds so that we can grasp uh, on to God's great grace. We've got to continue to allow God to bless us with the unseen substance. We realize that our faith come by hearing and our hearing come by the word of God. And this morning you can't see me, but I know you can hear me. I can hear the Lord even when 
when I can't see the Lord. Somebody said, you must be crazy. How can you talk about something that you can believe and you can't see? Well, I always tell them like this. I can't see the wind, but I know that it's there on a warm day when it's hot in the summer that warm breeze that comes by and make you feel good no matter uh, who you are. You're sitting under the tree and the breeze come through. You're glad you can't see it. You don't know really even where it come from. All you can say is I know that it's here and I knew it cooled me down. So somebody said the, the breeze can be so calm and so smooth that it'll come across your skin like that. But then that somebody else can tell you that uh, uh, one day that the tornado came through their town and took away everything. The, the, the wind is powerful enough that it can blow away an entire city. And you still ask me, how can I believe something that I can't see? You can't see it, but it's still working and moving. This thing is going on in the atmosphere right now. You can't see it, but it's still moving. It's still doing uh, what it does. And so don't tell me that just because you can't see it, you can't believe it. We've got to have faith through it all. Maybe you can't see how God is going to bless us through this. Maybe you turn on the news and you wonder how could God bless us through this let me tell you that God can always bless God can always turn any situation around what we what the devil meant for evil God can turn it around and make it good God can make a way out of no way and for that we ought to be glad we ought to have faith in God faith in God no matter what the season looks like we can always have faith in God and so through it all, you've got to have faith in order to have joy. Now, for later, your faith will give you joy, even when it seems sad, as all sadness is all around. Your faith will allow you to come out like the pure gold once it's been tried in the fire if you hold on to God. Hold on with faith and someday you will realize that we must uh, keep our praise and the honor and the glory of God as it appears in Jesus Christ. Hold on to Jesus and realize that the joy will come later if you but have faith through it all. Unless I hold you too long, look at verses 8 and 9. Whom having not seen, ye love, in whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. How to have joy now for later? We've been born again. Our inheritance is secure. We know that we can have the revelation. It will come later. We have faith. You've got to have faith through it all. But then lastly, know you win in the end. Know that you win in the end. Don't think that you're going to win in the end. Know that you're going to win in the end. The text reminds us that we receive the end of our faith even now. We can see the salvation of our soul even now if we look to Jesus. Look to the Lord and you realize that you can have joy now for later because in the end, you're going to win. You don't have to wait till the battle is over. You can shout now because you know in the end, you're going to win. God has proven over and over again, time and time again, that he will bring victory in the end. The Lord, again, may not come when you want him, but he will come right on time. The Lord has a, a time that is not like our time. God's thoughts are not like our thoughts. God knows the best way and God knows the better way. God always knows. If we let the Lord lead us through wisdom, we can hold on in times that are tough. In tough trying times, we can still know that God will win in the end. We can know that the Lord will carry us through. 
We've uh, we've not been the best and we've not been good and we've not been great. Our sinful soul has brought us to a place where it would seem that God would leave us where we lie. It would seem that God would allow the covenant just to go forth and, and, and perish because we've broken the covenant, the command so many times, but God loves us. That love that God has for us, that love that always seems to reach for us, even when we've fallen in our deepest depravity, the Lord uh, seems to continue to love us and care for us so we can have joy based on the fact that God loves us. Joy based on the fact that our God uh, has created us, redeemed us and saved us, just realizing that God's power, precious power and presence has preserved us through eternity. If you just reach for God and allow God to come into your heart and life and lead you and guide you, you can always have joy. This joy that the world didn't give, but God gave it to us. The Lord gave us joy deep down in our hearts, the joy just of salvation, knowing that God has cared for his own joy because we've been born again, joy because we have an inheritance, joy because we realize that the revelation always comes, that God has brought us through over and over time and time again, just have faith and hold on. The world was was lost in sin. Deep down, depression of sin was uh, captured the world in, in transgression. And yet God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus. Jesus died on the cross of Calvary for you and for me. They buried our Jesus in, in, in a tomb. And, and then it seemed that the lights were out. Time was standing still and faith was uh, fading away into fear. We realized that as he was locked in the tomb, it was hard, I'm sure, to have joy. But I'm glad today that we can have joy for Jesus. Joy even in the dark hour of crucifixion. Joy in, in the tomb because we know the end of the story. Joy because we know that we win in the end. Joy because we know that he got up early one morning for you and for me. You know, he he left us with a mission. He left us to to love God and to love each other. He left us to teach all nations, to to teach every nation, to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Ghost, to teach them to observe all things. He left us with purpose. He left us with plan. He left us with comforter as the Holy Spirit rests, rules and abides within. But you know what? He left us also with faith and hope, the hope and the, 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 the knowledge that someday God will return, that Jesus will crack open the sky and shall return for us. The trump of God shall sound and he will meet us in the middle of the air. Joy now for later. If that don't give you joy, I don't know what. Someday uh, with two wings, I plan to fly on away from here. I know that I might not have wings. That's not necessarily biblical, but I tell you what it is. It's, it's, it's spiritually visual to know that someday I'm going to fly away from here. I'm going to get on up out of here. I really don't care how I go. I can go by ship, plane, or train as long as I know that God got a ticket for me to get up out of here. I know that I'm going to win in the end. I know in the final call, when the bell rings, they'll uh, they'll raise the hands and say, God has won again. I know that when the, when the final trophy is given, God will have the biggest and the best. I know that when it's all over with, everybody 
somebody that's on the Lord's side is going to be on the winning team because our God always wins. He's mighty in battle. He's he's wonderful and he is the counselor, the great I am. God can deliver us through any situation so you can have joy for now. You can look to the world and say, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it. You didn't give it, Brother President. The world didn't give this kind of joy that I have. Mr. Boss, man, you didn't give me this joy. The company didn't give me this joy. Benefits and 401k didn't give me this what I have. The car, the house, none of that gave me this joy. This joy that I have, the Lord gave it to me. This joy that I have, the world can't take it away. This joy that I have, the landlord can't come get it. This joy that I have, the government can't have it. This joy that I have, God gave it to me. And the world can't take it away. How to have joy now for later. We've been born again. Our inheritance is secure. Revelation will come later. Have faith through it all. And then know in the end, you will win. How to have joy now for later. Liberty Hill, living the Bible together through education, missions, and ministry. This has been another broadcast of Living the Bible Together with Dr. Troy Shaw from the Liberty Hill Baptist Church located at 4410 Refugee Road. We worship on Sundays at 11 a.m. For more information, visit us online at livingthebibletogether.org. God bless you and have a great week.